This is your wake up call. This episode of Cup of Joe on the Go is brought to you by J. Cloth III Custom Clothing, where you can get the Regal Lion lapel pin and the classic handkerchiefs and pocket squares. The Regal Lion lapel pin and the classic handkerchief and pocket squares are products of high fashion that will have you standing out and looking like an instant classic for whatever party or function that you attend. So go on over to Etsy and shop at the J. Claude III Custom Store for the Regal Lion lapel pin and the classic handkerchiefs and so much more. If you want more information, you can contact Joseph Moore on Facebook. J. Claude III Custom Clothing. Quality, style, and our aim is to make you an instant classic. Wake up, wake up, wake up. This is your Cup of Joe on the Go podcast, and I'm your host, Joe. Now, we're not in the coffee shop. We're chilling in the car, waiting on our latte, on our frappuccino, cappuccino, uh, iced coffee, iced tea, warm tea, herbal tea, uh, whatever. We're waiting on it and just thinking and, and talking about different subjects and, and you know having interviews, things of that nature. I want to thank... Before I go any further, my uh, my host, my lovely wife, Shawanda Moore, for sitting in for me the last couple of weeks. It's been a minute. <laughs> been a lot going on. You know, it is keeping a podcast while you're working and all that stuff. School is going on. It's a little, but we're going we gonna to make sure that we bring this uh, to you all because we want to thank you all for rocking with us. And we want to kind of keep giving you some good inspiration, right? Some good laughs and all that great stuff. So I was sitting here uh, thinking about this word free thinker. That's been out in the out in the popular culture. Uh, people say that they're free thinkers. And what that means from what I see is that they think against the norm. So they look at what everyone, what, what the idea of, of something or just how the world is going and they say, hey, we're going in a different direction. And when you ask them, why do you think like that? Or why, what makes you say that thing? Or what makes you uh, do that action uh, on what you thought about? They say, hey, I'm a free thinker. I don't think like you all. You know, I've seen some words come up like that. People that are not free thinkers are sheep, you know, because we think the same. And uh, it got me to thinking. <laughs> <laughs> about this word and this idea of free thinker. Again, it's always been used in the context of going against the grain and going against the norm of how people think. So it's not just what you think, it's, it's, it's putting this idea out there as a different idea uh, or a different way of doing something. For example, I've seen free thinking come up in history, about uh, about maybe a retelling of history, right, where someone said that there were a lot of black people and that we could have gotten ourselves out of slavery if we wanted to. Uh, I didn't mean to laugh there. I did. And my ancestors and black people back uh, uh, back then for uh, chose to be oppressed. That it was their choice that they could have broken that oppression if they wanted to. They stayed there because slavery was a choice. And when this person was asked, why would you think that way? Hey, I'm a free thinker. I think differently because I know 
I think according to me. And if I know me, I would not have chosen to stay in those conditions. And so that is something that I've seen around free thinking. You see it a lot around political and social uh, arenas uh, as it relates to a lot of different topics, abortion, economics, politics, race and racism and things of that nature. So I decided to tackle that today to see what is free thinking. So we've already kind of got that definition. And then why is it good to be a free thinker? Is it bad to be a free thinker? I want to start off by saying, I believe that there are free thoughts and free thinkers out there. I don't think it's necessarily a good thing. And here's why. Let's start off with the definition of thinking. Thinking means to employ one's mind rationally, logically, and objectively in evaluating or dealing with a given situation. So thinking, you got to have some rationale, right? And you got to be uh, objective. And you have to have some logic as it relates to your thoughts. Because keep in mind, uh, free thinkers are putting these thoughts out there, these ideas as concrete. And they're not abstract anymore. It is this supposed to go this way. Why? Because I'm because I because of my thinking, because we're not thinking hard enough. We're thinking like sheep. We're thinking like the popular culture. All right. So we've already established that it has to have some rationale, it has to have some logic. And logic is of according to the rules of logic or formal argument. All right. It's got to be characterized by or capable of clear, sound reasoning. So there has to be some logic and it has to, when you have these thoughts out there, you have to employ, they have to pass objections. They have to pass argument. So first off, free thinking does not pass a sniff test for me. This is my show, so... I-M-O, in my opinion. It doesn't pass a sniff test because first off, let's come up with a sound, logical, uh, because a lot of it is not sound and not logical. Even if you take the slavery was a choice thing, is there a logical way that you can validate that thought and that idea in history? That, you know, because there's a lot that goes against your argument there, <laughs> because there are a lot of people that died than rather than to be slaves. So they got killed. So it wasn't because they chose to be a slave. They were forced to be. And if they chose not to be a slave, they were killed. So a lot of people died. It did a lot to a lot of people's psyche. And then first off, it is something that you have not gone through. You've never been a slave. You've never been in actual slavery. So right there, refute your argument. Your argument is not logical because that's something you haven't experienced. All right, so moving on, now you have to test your theory with, and all you have is history. Uh, have you talked to black people that were slaves? Because there are some people that are, that are alive or that were alive uh, when this theory was out there that could have talked to you about slave. There are some people that are alive 
that had parents that went through slavery. All right, but I don't want to be on that topic. I want to move on. I want to stick with this free thinking. It's got to be tested. Your theory uh, has to be tested. Is it logical? Is it uh, capable of clear sound reasoning? Can it pass objections and arguments? Because guess what? The burden of proof is on you. Free thinking. Um, so this is almost a scientific thing. That, that, that nullifies free thinking again. Because you never take your free thinking through the process of theory testing. <laughs> so your, your, your thought is like a theoretical statement, right? So how is it tested? How are you testing that statement? What's your quantitative analysis? What's your qualitative, quantitative research? What's your research? I'm sorry. What's your qualitative uh, analysis on it? Uh, has it been, oh gosh, my, my mind. Oh, I need a sip of coffee bad. <laughs> um, has it been tested through variables? And, and then, then before your thought is put out as an idea, <laughs> before your theory is put out as concrete, kind of like uh, uh, Newton's law of gravity, <laughs> uh, that theory had to be tested. So your thought, has your thought been tested, man? Has it been tested? And let's say it is an abstract thought uh, that can't be proven through normal, through regular science, right? Because I have a lot of Christian friends and I am a Christian and, and a lot of us do this uh, way too much. We throw out uh, religious theories without any backup from our manuscript, from our manuscript. So if it's an inspirational or religious theory, make sure that it's backed up by the research from your religious manuscript. So with mine, it would be the Bible. So if I'm, going, if I'm going to say something, then I need to back that up at least with my manuscript, at least with my uh, sacred manuscript, right? So free thinking. I, you know, I'm almost done with this because <laughs> I could go on and on. And I think I'm going to bring some people in to think we're going to do a part two. Y'all want a part two? I think you do. But I will say this. I don't believe in free thinking because it shouldn't be free thinking. And that is the problem. It's a thought that you haven't paid for. Thoughts and theories and ideas that are out there, they have been paid for. They're not free. They've been paid for with research. They've been paid for with testing the theory. They've been paid for by uh, uh, going to other other people that, that, are, that are great thinkers to object to it and, and try to pass the, the, those objections and, and kind of prove the prove that this theory works. So, I mean, I'm not into free thought, but I'm going to bring some other people in to, to think about and we mull and think about this idea of free thought. But again, in my opinion, thoughts and ideas and free thinking the way that I've seen it done is not the way it should be because you should pay for it with research, with good research, not with not with my podcast. Don't don't use my podcast for for your research, you know, because I haven't put out any educational studies to back anything I'm saying. I'm just we're just talking. Sir.
Here's your order. Oh, okay. Thank you. With that in, yo, we got to go. I got my order. I will see you all later. And let's think on this free thinking and we're going we're gonna to talk about it again.